Welcome back to DPT to CEO, the podcast where I, Dr. Morgan Meese, PT, owner of The Well Physio, a cash-based physical therapy practice I started in 2019, share with you as much as I can on how to successfully start, launch, and grow your own solo practice. Whether you're brand new and just thinking about getting started, or whether you're currently working with a full caseload of your very own patients, this podcast is for you. And of course, if you'd like more help, you can find all the resources on my website at morganmeese.com and connect with me on Instagram at Dr. Morgan Meese. If you're ready, let's dive in. Okay, there we go. Okay. So uh, we are going live in the Facebook group and it should be working. I'll find out later if it's not. (laughs) And and we have a lot to cover tonight between business and reality television. So so we'll jump right into it. So uh, welcome everybody who is here live. If you are getting a chance to come hang out with myself and Haley tonight um, on the live stream or whether you're catching the replay or listening to this on the podcast, thank you so much for being here. Um, We have been doing this series now where I've been inviting back different entrepreneurs that I've worked with in the past um, to talk about all the things that they have learned um, since starting their business. And I know that Haley has gone through lots of different things. And I'm really excited to hear about the evolution of your business. Um, It's been a little while. So like I was saying before, I'm excited to hear um, the updates. And yes, and then we can also make our reality television recommendations (laughs) (laughs) and documentaries. So yeah, without further ado, welcome, Miss Haley. Thank you so much for being here. Oh, thank you for having me. It's um, okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, do you just want me to talk about yeah the process where I'm at right now, or um, yes, to all of the above. Um, if you wouldn't mind, uh, first, kind of just sharing a little bit more about you and. Um, you know, maybe kind of like what led up to us working together and where you are now. Okay. Um, well, I'm Haley Belleville. I am from Lake Jackson, Texas, a small town south of Houston, but I currently live in Austin, Texas. I went to the University of Texas in Austin for my undergraduate and Angelo State University, which is a very small university in West Texas for physical therapy school. And I got out of physical therapy school and my first job was terrible, but I felt like I've kind of come full circle and (laughs) towards the end of my time working full time, um, I saw the same patterns cropping up, basically high volume clinics. And at that clinic in particular, I didn't have a lot of mentorship opportunities, Mm -hmm. so it made it even more difficult. So I was only at that first clinic for about four months. I quit before I even found another job. (laughs) And then I just kind of took the first job I could get, and it was a traveling job, but full-time, so full-time pay um, to seven different clinics. It was really hard, really stressful. Did that a couple years. Then I worked, then we moved to Austin and I worked full time for a physician owned 
therapy clinic, which I loved. I loved that I got to see the doctor's notes and mm-hmm. see exactly what was going on instead of getting prescriptions that said um, knee pain. I actually got like, oh, this is the specific surgery we did, and here's the post-op report and everything. Um, yeah. But then, but then just before COVID. Um, they went into a partnership with a PT management company mm-hmm. and they started having us see higher volumes of patients. There was a lot of micromanaging. Um, and this was just before COVID. And during COVID, I got laid off. And that was when I decided, okay, I'm going to start my own business because they didn't know how long we were going to be laid off for. And after about five years of practicing. Anyhow, I was kind of getting antsy, like, what else can I do? You know, it's the same old thing Mm -hmm. at the clinic, but I was too scared to open my own practice. But when you're laid off, um, there's not really anything to be scared of. (laughs) (laughs) I had been listening to Jared Carter's podcast, Mm -hmm. the uh, Mm cash-based physical therapy before COVID. And so during COVID, when I was laid off, I listened and Rob Vining was one of the guests and Mm -hmm. he had this whole telehealth movement and he had a Facebook group. And so I jumped in on that. He provided free educational materials for how to set up your website and a telehealth platform for really cheap. So I did that. And then I got rehired (laughs) six weeks later. Mm -hmm. But as I said before, the company was super micromanaging. And with them wanting us to increase our patient volume, I just didn't feel like I was giving the care that I should and maybe not necessarily even billing the way I'm supposed to. Um, So I reached out to Morgan because I knew that she could keep me accountable and keep me on track while I was trying to juggle working full time and having two kids and a husband who works a lot. (laughs) (laughs) Um, And then I finally left in March of 2021. I think it was like, like a couple months after like we had stopped working together. I think you told me quit. And I was like, (laughs) yeah but then I picked up some PRN work three Mm -hmm. days a week for a girl who was on maternity leave Mm -hmm. and when she came back I still was not quite where I wanted to be so I still picked up PRN work Mm -hmm. while doing my business Um, but just the past couple months I've decreased my PRN hours Mm -hmm. to just from like 20 to 25 to Mm -hmm. 10 or 15, um, mm-hmm. because things were getting a little too hectic. <laughs> and so that's kind of where I am right now. Yay. Oh my gosh. Thank you so much for sharing all of that. I know that like one thing that I think is interesting with like doing this series and talking to lots of different people. And I'm sure like, since you started your business and talking to like other practice owners, it feels like, although we like almost when we get started, like sort of feel alone because you're starting like a, you know, solo practice. So many of our journeys like 
started the same way. Like a lot of us have experienced a lot of the same things. And, you know, it just, it takes a lot of courage to say, I think I'm actually going to like do something about this because, you know, I'm uncomfy compromising my ethics and, uh, you know, like I just, I, I want something different, you know, and I, I deserve something different and better for myself. Um, you know, so I, I really appreciate that. And I know like when we first met, like, I think those are some of the things that, you know, like we, we had in common with our journey to starting a business. And so it was really easy to be like, let's team up (laughs) because we need to do something about it. Um, And so I'm curious, of course, like what we were talking about before. Um, Since we left off um, with your practice, because I think it's, it's been probably about like six months or so, maybe since like our last like big check-in, I suppose. I know we've been kind of like email buddies and message buddies and everything. Um, tell me like, well, me, but also, you know, for anybody listening, if you don't mind sharing like the evolution of like your ideal patients, like your, your niche and everything, like where we started and where we ended and where you are now. Um, I'd love to hear a little bit more about how the past year has gone. Yeah, it's quite interesting. Okay, so when we first were working together, I know you had encouraged me to niche down. Mm-hmm. And so I changed my business, what I was promoting anyway, from at-home telehealth PT to soccer, fitness, and recovery. And so mm-hmm. I really started targeting soccer clubs, um, soccer other soccer trainers, um, and then... I've since done talks for clubs, recreational leagues, um, yeah. to the coaches, teaching them on things they can do for injury prevention for their players. Mm-hmm. And I even did a talk at, for a high school girls soccer team on injury prevention. And then the coach kind of wanted some other information to like sleep habits and things, you know, cause high schoolers, like to be on their phone till all hours, which I like to also. <laughs> I know it. <laughs> have it. <laughs> and then I even started coaching, which I've never done before, mm-hmm. for one of the clubs that's just right down the street from my house. Mm-hmm. And they actually pay pretty well. I was like, why am I doing physical therapy? You know. <laughs> um I'm like, why do I have a doctorate when, you know, it's <laughs> unusually high? I've wondered that so many times. Yeah. <laughs> and, 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 and when he told me how much they were paying me, they said, oh, well, and if you got a coaching certification, we get more. Like, he was just justifying it low. I'm like, okay. So, anyway, I helped <laughs> coach this um, girls team that they were they're not club, but they weren't rec, but they were kind of in this in-between area trying to figure out where they wanted to go ultimately. Um, and so I felt like that helped me get into the soccer world a little mm-hmm. bit more and network with more people like that. However, I have had to stop doing some of those things because I told you my husband works a lot. And so it was a little too taxing on our home life with Mm -hmm. having the two kids and things like that. So 
I actually feel like more recently I have been marketing the at-home telehealth side of things. Um, also, I caught the eye of a neurologist in town who mm -hmm. treats Parkinson's patients somehow. And so I have a few Parkinson's patients on my caseload, which isn't quite the direction I imagine myself going. Um, but their schedule kind of works with my schedule. Mm -hmm. um, I did a vendor event at a Parkinson's symposium last week. Which oh, wow. I, I know. Um, so the word is getting out that I come to the house. Most of the patients, since I'm honest with them, you know, I haven't, you know, worked with Parkinson's a lot in my career, but mm -hmm. I'm happy to work with you. Most of them that this neurologist is sending me have already been through the big program anyhow, and they're oh, cool. just wanting something extra. Mm -hmm. um, but yeah, so that's kind of, I guess, what's happening right now. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I'm kind of starting to focus more on senior communities and things mm -hmm. like that and feel out what can happen there. Sure. Since the efforts for meeting people and networking with soccer and the hours are just not so good for me right now. So, mm -hmm. yeah. Yeah. <laughs> well, Haley, I think that's like so cool because like, it sounds like to me that kind of, you know, like maybe where we, we left off, we were in a place like where it was still like the soccer thing was still kind of like taking shape. And, you know, we we're in a place where it's like, like we need more clients that so we need more patients. Right. And then you did that. Mm -hmm. And like, now you're in a place where you're getting like this new influx of like another niche and you're having to say like, Oh, I can't, I can't work with all these soccer players anymore right now, <laughs> you know, because of my own personal life. Um, which is just like, kind of like cool, you know, it's mm -hmm. almost like, like level up since last year, you know, because like you're like, you're kind of like choosing, you know, you're not in a place anymore. It sounds like to me where you're like, Oh, I need, need to alter patients, you know, but um, you know, you're able to kind of like pick things that fit where you're at right now. Um, which is really cool. And, you know, like if you don't mind sharing maybe like some advice for people who are kind of struggling to like, balance everything because <laughs> it, it is a, a lot, you know, to take on. Um, I guess like, you know, maybe since you've started, like, what have you learned as far as like life balance goes with the business? Yeah. Um, that's a constant struggle, I will say. And yeah, definitely having a supportive partner is helpful because mm -hmm. I had to tell my husband, okay, this many days a week, you're going to have to, you know, pick up the kids when mm -hmm. he's been kind of getting used to not having to do it at all. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> and let's see, I'm starting to, you know, I've been following you a lot and just kind of realizing that whenever you put the things that you want to do first sometimes like exercise mm -hmm. or like I was able to go with my daughter on a school field trip which is part of the reason um one of the main reasons that I am doing this also is yeah. so I can have more flexibility with my kids and 
it's it just seemed like whenever I do more of those things, I somehow wind up with more patience, which is yes. intuitive. Um, <laughs> so yeah, it's like you just have to trust that if you live your life and you do the things that you want to do, that you're gonna kind of meet people along the way and then they're gonna find out about you. So yeah. Um, I will say I joined a networking group also, which has been really helpful. Um, We meet once a week. So Mm -hmm. we're always at top of mind for each other. Yeah. Um, But yeah. And then I am working on trying to incorporate a meditation um, habit. (laughs) Cool. Yeah. We'll see. It's kind of spotty right now. Maybe once every (laughs) couple weeks, but. I'm hoping to be more consistent. (laughs) Yeah. You know, and I love that you like bring that up because even, even though we haven't talked in a little while, I feel like we're kind of like on the same like path sort of right now. Cause like you were saying with the, like doing things for yourself, right? Like, you know, that I totally agree with you. I swear. Like anytime I go on vacation, Or, you know, like you're saying, like, I actively decide, like, hey, I want to do this stuff. Like, currently, I decided on Sunday, uh, I am now a professional athlete. So we'll see where that takes me. (laughs) I mean, I think anyone can do anything they want to (laughs) do. Yeah, exactly. Um, All in the mindset, you know, but like, like choosing yourself first, I feel like, it just gives you like this kind of energy that it's like, it's so attractive to the the right people, the ones, you know, that you're, you're supposed to work with, you know, or, or have in your life. Um, You know, and the thing with like creating healthy habits um, like that is something that I think we put up like a lot of barriers ourselves to, you know, and saying like, Oh, I don't have time to do this stuff. And so like one thing I just wanted to share with you because like, it's, it's really helped me is creating habits with the bare minimum, which I got from one of one of the books that I read, but basically it's just like, okay, instead of, you know, instead of like saying, okay, I need to meditate for like 30 minutes a day, just being like, okay, I'm going to meditate for 30 seconds every day you know? Mm -hmm. And then it's just like, well, that's so easy. Like anybody could do that, you know? And it, it just, it makes it so easy to succeed Mm -hmm. that eventually like things just kind of like build on each other. Um, and like, I'm doing that with reading right now every day. Um, before you go on TikTok, you have to read for five minutes. <laughs> That's a good one. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm definitely guilty of getting any TikTok. oh my gosh that's so funny but I I am so glad that you brought that up because it's like it's it's so powerful I think when you wake up every day and like actively decide to do things that you know resonate with your values and there are things that you want to do like you know woo woo and everything but like the universe just sends you more of it Yeah, it's like things that you did six months ago that you thought were a waste of time. (laughs) All of a sudden, you get impatient and you're like, Mm -hmm. oh, okay, 
Mm-hmm. Well, I guess that wasn't a waste of my time after all. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, exactly. And kind of going off of that, I know like one of the things that you had wanted to kind of like share tonight too is the fact that all of the cliches are true. <laughs> so <laughs> if you can tell tell us a little bit more about that and what your, your experience has been. Yeah. So just kind of listening to you and listening to some of the other coaches online and yeah. reading books or mm-hmm. I do audiobooks because I just can't sit and read like you're <laughs> attempting. Um, you just see, you just hear the same themes and, and they're true. It's, it's, um, it's like you almost have to fail in order to figure out where you're going to go. Um, what's going to be successful. Uh, A lot of times, some of the scripts that Morgan would give me to tell people on the phone, I would leave out a chunk. And then I would understand, man, I understand now why that piece (laughs) was so crucial. Because if now I were to do the phone call again, I would for sure include that piece. But yeah, and then like you were talking with one of the other entrepreneurs uh, on the on the same interview about Nike, just do it. And a lot of it is just doing it because and it's not going to be perfect. Mm -mm. Nobody's perfect. Yeah. And then just, yeah. And then if you compare yourself, you know, like somebody's always better than someone else and someone's always worse than someone else nothing is ever going to be perfect. So you just do you and meet people who are like-minded like you, who are going to gravitate to you. Um, but yeah, I don't have any specific quotes or anything right now off the top of my head, but I just know that this whole way I'm like, Oh, this is exactly happening. You know, like how everyone says. And anyway, (laughs) um, there's a, there's a morning show that I've listened to ever since I was in college and it's called the Bobby Bones show and mm-hmm. they're syndicated nationwide. So some of y'all might have heard of him, but he has a book and it's called fail until you don't. And it's, it's exactly entrepreneurship. You almost can't, you can't know what to do before you do it. So mm-hmm. any amount of research you do, you just have to do it and learn from your own experience. Like if you're a teenager and your mom's trying to tell you, don't do that. That's bad. Mm-hmm. You're going to do it anyway, because you <laughs> have to learn for yourself. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah. <laughs> yeah. And I think it's like, it's kind of funny too, because um, it is like kind of like analogous to um, like therapy school you know, like whatever therapy you're in, like, I think a lot of us learn best by being quote unquote hands on, you know, not like Mm -hmm. always like manual therapy or whatever, but like working with actual patients and sometimes like building your business is almost the same as like working with somebody who, you know, maybe has like this like gradual onset pain that's kind of like wonky you know and responds differently to like different stuff you know and so you start one treatment does it work does it not work doesn't work okay treatment option number two like let's try this out you know until you finally like crack it um 
And I guess like for anybody listening, like if that resonates with you, it's pretty similar with business stuff too. And so as like scary, I guess, as business starting one can be, you already have a lot of the problem solving skills that you need in order to start. You know, when I look back, I remember first creating my website and I was so scared to press, you know, live or go Mm -hmm. live because I thought that I was going to have this huge influx of patients (laughs) and I didn't have all my forms together, but that's not the case. (laughs) So that's another reason, you know, just do it, just put it out there. You can fix it later. (laughs) Um, But it's just kind of one of the steps that, you know, it's important to have a website so people can find you. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, absolutely. And, you know, like you said, if anybody else is scared about it, guess what? When you click publish, it doesn't like alert the entire internet. (laughs) 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 Nothing will happen. (laughs) You've got to work to get that website to show up on the screen. (laughs) Oh my gosh. Absolutely. Um, and I know like another kind of thing, uh, you know, like everybody always asks about marketing, right? You know, like what, what's the best way to market? Does this work? Does this work better? Um, so I guess like another question that I have for you, like over the past couple of years now, what have you seen work best for you? And, you know, maybe like why, um, And I guess maybe like, let's just start there. Two part questions are never good. Everyone forgets the second part. (laughs) Um, I mean, definitely like everyone says, word of mouth is the the number one driver. Mm -hmm. That's why I think the networking group that I'm in is so helpful because Mm -hmm. we meet once a week, we get to know each other. Other people in the group, have used each other and can vouch for each other they don't want to keep anyone in the group that's like not not (laughs) service yeah yeah and um and then i mean i will say i did get those few leads from that facebook group um before we kind of figured out how to get around texas's stringent laws about things um (laughs) so yeah now i just evaluate the person, ask them who their doctor is that they've either seen for that condition or seen last, send it over. And I've never had a physician not sign. Um, So that solved that problem. And I mean, I asked, you know, on the fax cover sheet, if this is okay with you, you know? Yeah. Um, But yeah, word of mouth. Um, That's how that neurologist found out about me because. Okay. I had a really happy patient and mm-hmm. so then she sent me another and they were really happy and sent me another and just hoping it keeps on going. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, the Facebook group, I've been pretty consistent until the past month and a half because I have been so busy. So I mm-hmm. need to get back on that. And I would go into other groups and mm-hmm. be like, Hey, want to know about how long you should take your ankle after a sprain, come to my group. And um, so that's how I've gotten a lot of the people into my group. Mm -hmm. And then trying to think what else that has been significant. Um, 
this vendor event I did, what I felt like was pretty successful. I think I'll have a couple patients from that, mm -hmm. uh, like solidify. Um, but yeah, I mean, there's a lot of things that have not worked. <laughs> like a lot like of things. what? Oh, tell us, Haley. Well, and I think that it just depends on your personality, right? Mm -hmm. um, so I've done a lot of screening events where I go to Gold's Gym or, you know, Orange Theory and I set up with a table and I, you know, look at people injuries that they have and I do a quick little like five ten minute screen give them a couple pieces of advice mm -hmm. um give them my card tell them I can help you and then nothing <laughs> yeah. Uh -huh. yeah so that is not my strong suit um and then let's see trying to think what else there's just so many things I think like one kind of quick comment that I want to make on the screenings mm -hmm. and I think it would be interesting to hear, you know, like anybody who maybe like watches this in the group, if you know, like you do screenings and they work great for you, please tell us, um, <laughs> and let us know what your magic sauce is. But something that like, I, I talk a lot about with, with, um, the students in the coaching program is, it's almost like, like if somebody comes up to me at the gym and I'm, I will put the disclaimer, like if I'm currently looking for physical therapy patients, which is not always for me personally, but like if I'm currently looking for patients and somebody comes up to me in the gym and says, Hey Morgan, like my shoulder's really bothering me. Can you help me? If I do like the typical thing, I would say for a lot of us, you know, and you tell me like what you think too, Haley, but like if somebody comes to me with pain, I'm like, oh my gosh, like what happened? Uh, you know, like, did you have an accident? Did it just gradually come on? Like, tell me all about like the injury history and why don't you try this and try this and try this like right here and now, and then go home and do these exercises and let me know what happens. If I do that, I feel like it sort of gives the person the impression that if they just do those things, then they'll be fine. But mm -hmm. then because people in general, I would say are not great about like self-motivated, like execution of things, mm -hmm. um, you know, they might do them that day and then stop and then like nothing, you know, like they still end up having the problem. Um, and like, I am speaking to that from both like the professional view and the patient view because I've done that. Yeah. Um, and so like, I'm, I'm just wondering if maybe like, that's like the phenomenon, maybe that's going on with screenings mm -hmm. versus like, if I'm currently looking for patients, I like almost never like talk to them about their injury like right then and there you know like I might ask like oh like what happened to sort of like screen them in my head as to whether like I can help them right mm -hmm. like we want to do on our like As little discovery calls. right right yes um but then if I like ding like I can help them <laughs> um I'll say like hey I like, I can't talk right now, but like, let's set up another time to talk or like go ahead and schedule an appointment. And it's almost like, like a better way to capture people maybe because you're telling them like exactly what needs to get done 
instead of just, you know, like try this and like, let me know. What do you right. think about that? Yeah, no, I'm, I can understand that because too, if they go home and they try the exercise and it doesn't work, they're like, well, that's not going to work for me. Yeah. That could be their thought process. So, mm -hmm. um, yeah, I think that leaving a little more mystery <laughs> is probably the way to go about it. Cause yeah, it's almost like you're giving too much when, when you do these screens, or at least that's how I feel that it's like too much. Yeah. They don't know what they're getting. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, they, yeah, they have not worked so well. Yeah. And it's almost like, maybe it's just like an information overload, you know, for the patient. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, yeah. Just kind of interesting. That just like popped in my head and I'm like, oh, like maybe that's why people who I've talked to at the gym like that. <laughs> like yeah. I don't end up scheduling them. Right. Right. Oh, yeah. Well, it's good to hear that other people are having the same issue. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> Um, I'm like, geez, I've been here for like three hours. I've seen like <laughs> so many people and nothing. Or I've had the experience where it's like nobody's at my table. So it's almost like nobody wants to come to the table. Yeah. It's mm -hmm. like if they see somebody there, then they want to do it too. You know, yeah. like we like to follow. Mm -hmm. um, and even when I've gone, this particular place was an indoor soccer facility. And mm -hmm. I went to all the groups of people like, you know, hey, this is who I am. If you're curious about an injury and you want to know if therapy can help, come hang out at my table with me. Yeah. <laughs> and like, I mean, I think I had like two people that day mm -hmm. and I was there for like two or three hours. So it's a little disappointing. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah, for sure. And like, I've, I've tabled once. And like, I mean, nobody came over to me like at oh, all. And yeah. I think like, I think you're probably onto something with having somebody there. And so like, maybe anybody listening to this, like little sneaky, sneaky, like tactic, see, maybe. Yeah. That you could do, yeah, having a plant and, like, mm -hmm. bring, like, a couple changes of, like, clothes for them. <laughs> Just have them come sit on your table, like, throughout the day. And I don't know, it'd be interesting to see, like, if that helped. Um, mm -hmm. And then I want to say I remember you've done, have you done paid screens and free screens? Yes, I did paid screens one time and that was actually pretty successful because I had um, the director of this one soccer club mm -hmm. his, and these were injury prevention screens. They weren't like um, these screens where people are already injured that yeah. we're talking about, but she was super gung-ho and really excited about what I was doing. She heard about me from a friend of a friend and mm -hmm. she's an occupational therapist and so she really helped me get this event together promoted it well so mm -hmm. i had like a bunch of girls back to back 30 minute increments outside running them through different tests and things mm -hmm. like that and giving them a few exercises to try and then the next day actually one of them did get hurt playing soccer and so the mom called me and was like hey we want to see you um the only problem is that particular club is like 45 minutes away from where I live. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so it was really nice to be able to, you know, do those screens, you know, get a bunch of work all yeah. in a short period of time. But then 
yeah, it's like, I just I wish I could get convinced some of these other soccer clubs to let me do that mm -hmm. there. I think because they're rec leagues, they're a little mm -hmm. more, I don't know. I don't know if they're like regulated with what cash options they can offer. I have no idea. So yeah. something I need to work on, <laughs> work on asking them about. So, yeah. And just like, like seeing, I don't know, like trying different things, um, you know, like we're kind of talking about like with, with all of this, I know um, my client Brandis. Oh yeah. She was on this a couple of episodes yeah, yeah. ago. Um, she has done like tabling at several volleyball tournaments for like, I think they're like club teams and she charges, um, and at least like on some of them, what's been helpful for her is if she like charges and she's there for like a 10 hour day, but you know, she makes like two, $300. It's like a decent day, you know, like, yeah. you know, like she kind of like paid for her time. And I think there's also like a fine line too. And this is where you probably have to know your audience between like, you know, doing it for free or paid that if you do a paid thing, people, I think, perceive it as being a lot more valuable. I think you're right. And, you know, I actually did do a table event at a tennis tournament mm -hmm. and I got a lot of turnover. I got a lot of interest um, there, but not afterwards. But mm -hmm. while I was there, I had several people try to pay me and I just didn't even ask the guy if that was something that was even an option. And yeah. So, yeah, that was interesting to me. Yeah. <laughs> like, Let me pay you. <laughs> like, sure. That'll be a uh, yeah. cool hundred dollars. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Like <laughs> oh, yeah. my gosh. Yeah. Okay. And like, what have you thought of like anything else that you would say like has like absolutely not worked? Um, I did put a, my business on my car mm -hmm. that hasn't been really that affected, effective. I did get a call from it twice. Once was a guy that was just like, Hey, what do you do? Mm -hmm. I'm trying to do my own business. And then the other guy oh. was, he lived like an hour away and he's like, Oh, I saw your car in town. So he must've been in Austin, but he yeah. lives like in a suburb mm -hmm. and they were just too far away. Yeah. <laughs> so, like that's yeah. But they played soccer and they were, yeah. Anyway. Yeah. Didn't work out. So yeah. oh, what I am doing now, one of the newer things I'm doing is, doing talks at active adult communities. Oh, cool. Um, and I did get a, I did get a potential patient there, but I was in Costa Rica mm -hmm. and I get a call from this lady and I'm, I'm just thinking, Oh, I'm not going to get any calls. So now I'm yeah. the whole opposite way where, um, you know, Oh, my website's there. I'm not going to have any business to, Oh, I can go away for a week and I won't. <laughs> <laughs> But I am now, and I called her back within 48 hours, and she was like, I'm already going somewhere else. <laughs> it's like, darn it. I'm going to have to get myself, like, a virtual assistant or something <laughs> to catch those calls. So, yeah, but also yeah. on the other hand, if that's the way that she said that to you, yeah, like, it was, 
<laughs> yeah, I reached out to the activities coordinator who had referred her to me. I was like, hey, if you see her, tell her I'm out of the country. I was, I'm so sorry to not get to her call sooner. So yeah. I don't know yeah. how much that call to her costs. So we'll find out. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> oh my gosh. That's such a, I, I haven't, I haven't even really like thought about this before, you know, thinking about not only like what has worked like well marketing wise, and of course, like totally dependent on you and your personality, your audience, um, skills that you have, you know, whether you're somebody who is like a lot more, I guess, like, like verbal, vocal, and like building relationships, or some of us who are more internet inclined, <laughs> um, you know, like playing to your strengths with it. But then like thinking about this, like on the other side, like what like absolutely does not work. Um, you know, I mm -hmm. did a presentation in my, I'm in a Toastmasters group. Uh-huh. Yeah. I'm trying to, I had a whole list of the things that I've tried and mm -hmm. if I could find it quickly, but yeah, I just, before the presentation too, I just kept thinking of more and more things that I tried and I'm like, dang, that a lot of stuff. Yeah. And that's okay. Because like going yeah. back to what you said before, you know, like keep trying, keep failing until you don't. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And I was just thinking too, like things that I did at the like way, way beginning, like I think I had, I had like an open house. I don't think that I had an ideal location, I would say. I don't think that the location and even like the like pre-event promotion, I don't think was very good. And like, I remember sitting at the gym with my table and I had a bunch of like flyers and I brought cookies and I was the only one who ate one. Oh man. And I'm like, oh my gosh. But um, that's fine. Like it, yeah. I think, what were you going to say? I feel like the establishment needs to kind of help promote yeah. you a little bit or else yeah. it's like, nobody's going to be expecting you. And yeah. Right. Yeah. It was just, it was kind of strange. And um, I think that's definitely like a good, a good tip, um, you know, is to make sure, especially if you're paying rent there, mm -hmm. that the business is open to you, letting the members of the establishment know that the thing is going to be happening. Right. Um, so that's key, I would say, to doing an open house because like open houses or like meet and greet events, I've seen them be really successful with other people, but it's because like they're already kind of like the practice owners are already kind of like in the community there, right. um, you know, or they have access to the members list and they can put up posters and everything everywhere. Um, so I know like that didn't super work. Um, and Honestly, one of the best things that worked for me was just like going and showing up at the gym and like getting to know people and talking to them uh, and letting them know like what I do. And if you need help, let me know. Um, and both gyms, it's so funny. Like I started getting clients at about six months of me going to the gym. Nice. Um, so, yeah. Yeah. So at my... You know, I play soccer on the weekends mm -hmm. and well, right now being the summer, all of the games are at nine o'clock. So mm -hmm. I can either play or I thought about putting a tent out and being like, hey, come talk to me. Yeah. Um, 
but I just want to play so bad. <laughs> and, and then too, I've contacted the um, head lady of our organization. Well, now yeah. we're part of a bigger organization, so I guess it's harder to get a hold of her mm -hmm. um, to ask her permission, but she doesn't get back to me at all. So, you know, sometimes I think it is better to ask forgiveness than permission. So yeah, I'm hoping to that's in the back of my mind something that I want to do also is yeah. just set up a tent and talk to some people that are at the fields whenever I'm yeah. there so yeah oh or maybe I feel like I want to like brainstorm and like help you with this because I feel <laughs> like maybe it would be kind of cool too to have like you know, like maybe you play the first half and then like you said the second half and um, like pass out orange slices and Ooh. like Capri Suns to all the other adults and like turn on it. Yeah. <laughs> I like it. That's actually not a bad idea. Yeah. And <laughs> if you wanted to like invest more into it, like getting getting mm -hmm. like swag, like um, I was talking to somebody today about uh the 4th of July parade here. And like they, there's one company that passes out like sweat towels that are like soaked. So you can put them on your, your neck and make mm -hmm. it like a lot cooler. Um, they, they pass them out every single year and like doing something like that maybe even would be kind of cool because it's like a, a tangible reusable thing mm -hmm. versus like a throwaway thing, like a Capri Sun. Yeah. <laughs> um, you know, so I don't know, maybe that could That's be something with that. Actually a good idea. I like it. Thank you. <laughs> it's like you do, you should do business coaching or something. Really? <laughs> you would be good at it. Like marketing oh, yeah. stuff. <laughs> um, <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh well thank you Haley and I think this has just been this has been so cool and like I really appreciate you being like so open about you know like your your journey and like what's worked what's not worked and the fact that you know like you've shown that over time you can kind of like switch it up like who you are trying to work with um and that's okay you know and mm -hmm. like you'll and the the truth of it is you probably will like whatever you start with right now, you'll probably change eventually, you know, or come up with like a second version and then a third version and, and keep changing things. So um, that's just, this is so good to hear that, you know, you're doing well. And like I mentioned before, like you're, you're in charge, you know, like you're not at the mercy of anybody. You're not, you know, feeling like desperate to find people to work with and, um, you're putting yourself first too. So that's also I good. Too. <laughs> Working on that one. Yeah. Yeah. It takes practice. Just, I mean, just like everything, like mm -hmm. every day is basically practicing, like living and taking care of yourself. So, yeah, um, I, will, I do want to mention too, I have yeah. put up some TikTok videos and oh. some like there's a nurse practitioner in my networking group and she says she's shown patients my videos from time to time Aww. if they're applicable to what you know the person's coming in there for mm -hmm. so like i have one on um good neck and pillow positioning if you have mm -hmm. neck pain mm -hmm. um there's a few crutch crutch ones Actually, mm -hmm. the first one I put up, it has like 30,000 views right now. And I have no oh idea gosh. how that happened. Oh, my gosh, so, Haley. Yeah. That's oh, so cool. Really. 
don't know how to use crutches. That's why. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, my how to fit them. That's what it was. It's how to fit your crutches to you. Yeah. So, yeah. But anyway, that's so cool. I feel like that's kind of a way I can get in with like physicians probably be like, oh, here's a TikTok video. Yeah. Let me show it to you right now or go on to her handle. So, mm -hmm. yeah. I mean, like video content is like basically like king right now, you know, and um, it's always like video content is always so good um, because you can just use it in so many different ways. And mm -hmm. TikToks are great resources because they're so short. Yeah. You know, um, and I try to keep them short because I don't watch yeah. the long ones. So I mm -hmm. think. Yeah. <laughs> I know. Oh my gosh. My like that, that app has significantly impacted my attention span. Yes. <laughs> so, but I just, I just ignore that. <laughs> I don't think <laughs> you like start setting time limits. Yeah, I know exactly. Apps or something. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Something. Um, but I guess, you know, maybe kind of like wrapping up here, um, if you had to give Haley of what year is it? 2022 mm -hmm. Haley of 2019 advice, what would you tell her? I would say just do it as we talked about one of those yeah. cliche phrases, but yeah, one of the biggest regrets I feel like that people say and I would agree with is not starting sooner I'm just part of me is you you know those own limiting beliefs I think back to when I was a kid you know I said I'm from a town an hour south of Houston and when we would drive into Houston I used to think you must be really special and really smart to work in a skyscraper because mm -hmm. I thought those were just so unique and so then starting my own business, for some reason, I thought some step of the way, someone was going to say, stop, you can't do it. You just can't. And nobody does that. And so it's just your own limiting beliefs that have you where you are. So anyhow, that would be my advice. Just do it. Write it on your mirror. That's what I did. <laughs> when I get in the box, sometimes I write, just do it. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I love that. Like just the, like the only person like, blah, like what a cliche, like, you know, that the only person who's going to stop you is you, but like, honestly, it's, it's so true. And even when like you start your own business and I think like you experience this as well, like when I started mine and I'm like, uh, like I own a business, like everybody in your community and people around you are just like, Oh my gosh, like, wow, that's so cool. You know, good luck. Yeah, like you're supportive. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and I think like a lot of people like fear, like the judgment or whatever, um, you know, and fear people saying something negative, but at least up until this point, like knock on wood, nobody has, you know, or if they do, they at least don't say it publicly or to my face. So, <laughs> um, so anyway, yeah, I think, you know, if you're, you're listening and you're considering doing it, like whether it is like opening a like therapy practice or it's using your therapy skills to build another business, go for it. Like the worst thing that will happen is that it doesn't work, mm -hmm. you know, That's right. and then you just try something else and it'll be yep. great. <laughs> 
<laughs> oh my gosh. All right, cool. Well, um, anybody listening, if you do have questions, feel free to drop them in the comments um, or come put them in our group if you're listening to the podcast. And uh, Haley, if you don't mind, um, can you tell people where to find you? Um, sure. So my I'm a mobile physical therapist also. I don't know if I mentioned that, but um my company is soccer fitness and recovery so you can go to soccerfitnessandrecovery.com if you want to check out my tiktoks they're yeah. under at haley h-a-y l-e-y mm-hmm. eight like the number eight mm-hmm. s four so got it yeah. <laughs> oh my gosh. I'm going to go look at them. I think I, like I have seen them before. Uh-huh. I'm going to go watch all of them again. <laughs> yeah. There might be one with my little three-year-old cussing, but <laughs> also, but there's also crutch ones and other things. <laughs> all kinds of content. <laughs> like that oh moment when you realize you haven't cleaned up your language in front of your child still. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. Well, thank you so much, Haley. Thank you so much for being here. Yeah, and so like, good to talk to you and see you yeah. again. Thanks for having me. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Um, you know, and on all you guys watching or listening again, like, thanks so much for checking this out. Um, like Haley and I, like we both started the businesses without knowing what we were doing and, here we are. We still don't know what we're doing, (laughs) (laughs) Um, but we're making it work so we can do the stuff that we want to do. So um, please join the dark side and come with us into entrepreneurship. So thanks so much for listening, everyone, and we will see you on the next one. That's a wrap. Thanks so much for listening. As always, I'm honored to be a part of this community of healthcare entrepreneurs, and it is my hope that by sharing and spreading stories, advice, and knowledge to people just like you who want something more, it will inspire you to create the life and career that you dream of. If this sounds like you and you're ready to get your business off the ground, please find me on my website at morganmeese.com or on Instagram at drmorganmeese. Who do you want to hear from next? Or would you like to be featured on this series? Have an idea for a topic that hasn't been covered yet? Please email me at morgan at thewellphysio.com.